0: The opinions and views expressed in the OC show with Cameron Jackson do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. Orange County. Are you ready? It's time. For the best damn radio show in all of Orange County. What's it called? The OC Show! Right here, right now, on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, once again, this non-racist radio show is here to tell you the truth about what really goes on in Orange County politics. Yes, indeed, the sun shines bright 354 days of the year, but alas... The other days, it's cloudy, under the darkness of pure, unadulterated Orange County racism. Join me and guest co-host Bill Hunt as we ravage your liberal socialist souls with pure, loving, conservative joy. am, baby. Welcome to the show. I am Cameron Jackson. My guest co-host sitting across from me right now, Bill Hunt, how are you? Hey now, Cameron. Good to be here. Oh, very good to hear your voice in studio once again. A lot to talk about today, but before we get to that, Bill, you know, this show, uh, The O.C. Show, here every Friday from 5 to 6 p.m. on the greatest radio station in all of Orange County, KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, broadcasting atop the beautiful, lovely campus of... UCI, right here in uh, good old Irvine. Uh, if you are just joining us and you want to continue listening to this show, you can always go to the blog, well, KUCI's blog, website. KUCI.org. Click in the upper right-hand corner for that streaming audio. Also, ladies and gentlemen, you can go to my blog whenever you'd like, theocshow.net. That is theocshow.net, all one word, of course. You can uh, listen to past interviews that I have done, and you can read any commentaries I have up there. I've got a couple of commentaries up right now that are uh, halfway decent. And uh, how you doing, Bill? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing excellent. You know, it's been a quite the exciting week here as far as uh, insider politics in Orange County. Wouldn't you agree?
1: Yeah, it's always interesting when uh, Orange County politics hits the national stage. It is. It's and always got a good spin to it, it, it.
0: And it usually is never a good thing. When <laughs> we, it's never good when we hit the national stage. I don't know, you know, the listeners out there, you may have been listen- uh, living under a rock for the last week or so. Uh, the story broke last Friday, so it's been a seven-day uh, turnaround here so far. Uh, our good friend over at the OC Weekly, R. Scott Moxley, uh, was the recipient of a an email that was sent out to many of the Orange County GOP Central Committee members. Now, for those of you who don't know, the Orange County Grand Old Party, the Republican Party, has a central committee with elected members, and the elected members get together uh, and they talk about um, basically who they are and are not going to endorse for candidates. I mean, that's essentially what they do. Am I correct, right,
1: Bill? Right. And what uh, what um,
0: party issues
1: they're going to support and where the money's going
0: to go and that sort of thing. Right. Well, there is a 74-year-old lady named Marilyn Davenport out of Fullerton who is on the council. She is on, or excuse me, rather the committee, the mm-hmm. central committee. That's right. And she... Uh, sent out, forwarded an email that she got that depicted Barack Obama as a chimp. It's a picture, if you go to my blog, theocshow.net, you can uh, see the picture right there. It's the first thing when, when it comes, pops up, uh, if you haven't seen it yet. And if you scroll down a bit, you can you can click on the link for R. Scott Moxley's story, which I'll go over here real quick. Um, but essentially, essentially it is this. Uh, and I'll get into it because, she, because moxley explains it so well yeah and and I should note too bill uh, before we really kind of get into the meat and potatoes of this uh, Marilyn has had a defender who is also on the committee Tim Whitaker that's right who's he's been on kFI he's been on the TV he's been he's been speaking on her behalf he's a hot
1: commodity right hot now. commodity on Larry Elder this morning
0: yes Larry mm-hmm. Elder this morning and um and really uh, Marilyn needs to stop talking she needs to just yeah. she needs to shut it down at this point but We'll get to that in a second. But anyway, right. Tim will be on the show after the 5.30 break uh, to talk about uh, Maryland's side of things. And uh, we're going to talk a little insider politics at that
1: point as that's well, right. Tim. So. Nobody better to talk about insider politics of the Orange County Republican Party than Tim Wettering.
0: Tim Whittaker, that's that. exactly right. That's right. So from April 15th, uh, this was when the story broke on the OC Weekly's uh, website. Orange County might be a beautiful oceanfront locale, but it's also home to Holocaust deniers, vicious anti-gay bigots and freakish big-haired televangelists. Here, one of our Republican politicians, eh, blah, 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 we'll get down to that in a second. Um, But essentially what he says is this, is that uh, Davenport sends out this email, Mm -hmm. and one of the people who gets the email is Scott Baugh. That's right. And Scott Baugh sends her an email back. Scott Baugh, if you don't know, is the chairman of mm-hmm. the Orange County Central Committee, no he, doubt he was indignant. He was indignant. Yeah. He he uh, he was very upset over this email being forwarded, and uh, essentially told Davenport that, "Hey, you shouldn't be doing this. It's wrong. It's offensive, etc., mm-hmm. etc." Cetera, et cetera. Well, they didn't leave it in house at that point, right. the, Which which, by
1: the way, is an appropriate response.
0: I think, right. Well, I I, I mean, you have a – essentially what happened was the email went from Baugh, and then somehow Schroeder got the email. Right. We don't know how he got right. the email. Wink, wink. We, there's a denial so far uh, that Baugh sent the email to Schroeder, but then Schroeder forwarded that email to mm-hmm. Moxley, Moxley over at the Weekly. Right. And that's how the story came to fruition here. And now this 74-year-old woman is having to answer for why she forwarded this email. Because let's get to the the, the email itself. You've got a picture of a a family of chimps. Mm -hmm. They're dressed in human clothes. And the last one is a baby, and it's got Barack Obama's face on there. I don't know any other way to say that, but it's racist.
1: Yeah, look, I mean, there's no defending uh... the characterization or that uh... or that photo i mean there's no defending that but that's not really what we want to be talking about here today i mean i I think everybody understands that right? right but like i always say when i talk to people about politics Politics isn't about right or wrong. Politics is about agendas. And to, to illustrate that, I always use the O.J. Simpson trial, right? I mean, ideally in our courts, we expect that when both sides come in and the story gets out, the justice is served. Everybody, I think, agrees in retrospect that O.J. Simpson was guilty of murdering those folks, and he got off scot-free. Why? Because politics got in the way, and people started digging in based on their own personal agendas, whether it's uh, w- whatever it was at the time, and he got off. And it's the same thing here, right? Because ideally in a situation like this, somebody sends an email like that, I think Scott Baugh's initial reaction was right. Okay, it was, it, it was inappropriate, it was offensive, and he should have expressed that to Davenport, which he did.
0: And here's the thing, and this is one of the things that I think the public doesn't understand, because at that point, mm-hmm. when he sent that email back, and I, I want to look at this from a logical standpoint. You get this... you. We've got an Orange County GOP here who is very sensitive. Well, they should be. The Republican Party here is very sensitive about being labeled as racist because one, they've done a lot of racist crap in the past, yeah.
1: and and we had a similar issue involving the Mayor of Los Alamitos uh, right after the inauguration with it with the watermelon cartoon.
0: That's so. exactly right. He had a he he sent out an email with a picture of the White House and the That's front right. lawn had uh, a watermelon, watermelon patch, and, right? right? And we've done other things too here. I mean, listen. Uh, I don't think it's any... I think it is by design that only 2% of the population in Orange County is black. I, I'll, I'll say it outright. I think it's by design. I think that we have departments in this in this county who make sure that black people don't live here.
1: Yeah, they have a department?
0: You know, like the, poli- the police departments. <laughs> <laughs> okay. they're, they're not going to like hearing that. And I'm not saying that they do that now. I'm saying this is something that occurred right. uh, ba- back in the day. Right. right? Um, and so... You know, they're sensitive to that. So when I look at it, I'm like, okay, you've got this email that's running around now, Mm -hmm. and if you're sensitive to it, why would you want to expose it? Why? Yeah. Why would you expose? And that's the question that I haven't heard asked in the media. And of course, that's what we're going to be talking well, about but, today.
1: But I can tell you what Scott Baugh's going to say. He's going to say you have to expose. In fact, I saw him allude to that in uh, in the OC Weekly article, and he, and he said, "Well, what am I supposed to
0: do? Cover but, it up? Sweep it under the rug?" But why wasn't ba- Why wasn't it Baugh then? That's right. Schroeder didn't receive the email right in the initial round. Right. Baugh did. Hmm. Baugh did not. And, and if we know anything about, and let's explain a little bit about who Ba is, because, I mean, I think it's important for the listener to understand. I mean, Ba is the guy who, for the last, what is it, 22 years? It's been a while, hasn't no, it? No, 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 no he came long. in uh,
1: 1998, I believe. So, we're what, 2008? Yeah. So, uh, 1996, maybe. Okay. He, he became chairman of the Republican Party, but but here's but here's the important thing. Well, who is Scott Ba? I mean,
0: but real quick, he's the one who is running the party. He yeah. is he's directing how the party uh, acts, how he's what direction chairman. what direction the party's going to take. He that's came right. up with the thing of if you're endorsed by the union, we're right. not going to endorse that's you as right. a party. Right. After I mean, that's the kind of stuff, taking money. From unions for years, for years, yeah, of course,
1: and and, and, uh, and, and being a champion of the three and fifty benefit, that's, right? Uh, of, of, of course, right. it's a
0: political expedience. Right. But then you've got you've kind of got the back room guy, Michael J. Schroeder, Esquire, mm-hmm. the man who is been known as the kingmaker here in Orange County. Right. He's the man who put Tony Rakakis into power. He's the man who put Michael uh, Corona into mm-hmm. power. And he's the hackmaster, right? I mean, if you need... inmate Corona. Yeah, inmate Corona. The former disgraced, now felon, in mm-hmm. uh, federal prison, thank mm-hmm. you very much. Uh, convicted to a five-year term, Mike Corona. Uh, we've got Schroeder, who, if you need somebody whacked politically, mm-hmm. Schroeder's the one that does right. the job. And that, really, this is the underlying
1: uh, thing that people need to look at in this. Who is it that is now standing up and talking about values and ethics and why things have to be aired out and why we need to take appropriate action. When Scott Baugh, if you remember, Mm -hmm. was under uh, 19 counts, I believe, of indictment at one time. And and while it was dropped, the criminal charges were dropped, he was fined, I believe, at that time, the greatest fine ever imposed by the Fair Political Practices Commission for ethics violations.
0: Well, it it goes a step further than that. The people who are now... Now, we have so many issues mm. with Scott Baugh and Michael Schroeder right. in general for their lack of morals, their lack of character, their lack of um, leadership leadership, it, their lack right. of integrity. Ethical leadership. Ethical leadership, right. exactly. Uh, it, it, these are the guys, Michael Schroeder and Scott Baugh are the guys who stood up and mercilessly defended right. Mike Corona. Right. And to hear
1: to hear Scott Baugh on the radio very articulately and passionately stand up and talk about ethics and values of the Republican Party and how they have to stand together and why it's so important to chastise this woman for this for this issue which is really a judgment oversight issue. I mean, she, she made a bad, you know, it, t- this was a bad call to send that thing it out. It wasn't but corruption. It wasn't, cr- it wasn't criminal like that, like he's been charged and indicted with in the past or that his buddy Mike Corona was charged and di- and eventually convicted of. And the ironic thing is back then, what did Michael Schroeder and Scott Baugh all say publicly? Initially, they're only allegations, right? They're only allegations. Their, their boy Rohrerbacher, right? Got up there in front of the Central Committee. Wrapped himself the in the blanket. Said, he's of a good Reagan. Republican. Right. These are just allegations right then he got indicted what they say now he's been indicted the sheriff and they say well it's just an indictment he he, he, he has get, a, he has a fair has chance a right he's innocent right. before proven guilty not prove him. let's <laughs> not let's <laughs> not crucify him in public <laughs> that's right? exactly let's right let's not go on the radio and talk bad about him right. like, like he's doing with uh-huh. Marilyn Davenport right and then what did he do when he got convicted he's gonna appeal it yep And he almost got off. It's only one charge, and it's a minor charge. And
0: believe me, they were gloating that he was going to walk on that appeal. That's right. They were gloating before the appeal. That's right. And did we see any ticker taper parades after the fact? That's what
1: people need to know. Who's behind this this, uh, attack on this woman? Because, look, we can't defend her actions, but does she really deserve to have the entire Republican committee down on her like this when their own...
0: Crooks get a pass. Oh, and you know, as of today too, and I just saw it it's on um let me pull it up here. If you go to uh the there is a new update as of now. Mm-hmm. Uh updated as a two of five PM today by R. Scott Moxley over the OC Weekly. The executive committee of the Orange County Republican Party voted today ten to two. Mm-hmm. To send the Marilyn Davenport matter to the Ethics Committee, says yeah. the Flash reports, John Fleischman, yeah. who John Fleischman is, of course, a crony of, of Scott Baugh and Michael yeah, Schroeder. He
1: was, he was Mike Corona's spokesman. That's exactly I right. Mean, he was. Was. Who are these people to sit and judge the ethics of anyone? I, it, it's a, it's laughable. It, and that it just is. shows you that that, that, that executive committee used that ethics committee as a is a political tool when it serves their agenda. Exactly. Nothing more. Exactly. Nothing more. Because real people who really should be taken up for true ethical violations, criminal violations,
0: uh, they don't do anything. That's exactly Nothing. right. And it's it's almost like the pot calling the kettle black. Right. You know. I mean, right. it really is uh, maybe a bad term to use on this situation. Poor but judgment
1: is, all, is a
0: far cry from breaking the law. And and she clearly, she clearly. Uh, <laughs> she clearly sorry. Looking at a text from, from a close colleague and, and friend about uh, our facts here. Baugh took over in two thousand four on the Orange County Central Committee. We were both uh, talking. Exactly. You said ninety six. I thought yeah. it was actually longer than that, but it was ninety four apparently. Huh. Or excuse me, two thousand four. No, that doesn't no, seem
1: right. No, that that is not right. Like, ba has been on the, the chairman of the Central Committee for longer than that. Huh. All Long right. Well, that. maybe my maybe my say maybe 90, my fact ninety eight. Yeah.
0: I'll, I'll look it up on All Wikipedia right. on the break. It's a, it's a it's kind of a minor point here, but anyway, we like to get our points correct here mm-hmm. at the OC uh, show. Um, so you know that this and Whittaker is going to come on and, and, and help us to uh, explain this out for the public out there, but. The, the, Again, it boils down to this. Mm-hmm. You had, I like to call it a political assassination that occurred. Right. Davenport made a mistake. Uh, well, it was poor judgment. It was I mean, poor it, judgment. It's more than a mistake. Well, sure. Poor judgment. No poor judgment. How she couldn't know that it was racist... You know, she, she sent it out with the idea of it's satire. It's satire because of the birthers who are making this argument. Uh, Trump that's making this argument that, that Obama was not born here in America, yeah, right? Yeah. And so she makes this statement, and I think to myself, she's 74 years old. Yeah. She was how old during the Civil Rights Movement? Yeah. Like 18, 19, listen, 20 years? I mean, come on. Right. She can't possibly sit there yeah. and, and And here's say that, the thing. Here's the thing. This isn't,
1: this isn't a just a private citizen sending a, a, an inappropriate email around at work or to our friends this is somebody who holds an elected position and like that was my point with my corona back in 2005 2006 this guy is elected he's sworn an oath he we have to hold these people to a higher standard and that's the problem that Marilyn davenport faces now you know you made it, it it's poor judgment it shows poor judgment and that's what really can't be defended what's underlying uh i i think some of the people that are that that are uh, attacking her on this issue i think that's a very important issue, but it doesn't excuse the poor judgment that she
2: exercised.
0: And, you know, going on, too, it's funny. They, they voted 10-2 to 2 to send it over to the Ethics Committee today, but right. uh, I, I received another email uh, that shows that uh, there's nothing they can really do to her. Uh, their discipline... Right, they can d- censor. D- d- right, I mean, right. they can censor, but it says the Central Committee may censure or provide reproval of any member mm-hmm. who, one, uh, violates California election code, or, B, shall intentionally cause embarrassment well there was no intention to cause embarrassment in fact i would say if anything it's baugh who co- uh, who committed the embarrassment when he made it when he went public with it you know it's right i have it right here scott uh
1: scott baugh on wikipedia he was actually the republic uh, republican assembly leader from 99 to 2000 uh, he was forced out of uh, term by term limits in 2000 in 2004 he became the uh ocgop chairman so that is correct well so
0: what so 2004, I guess that was kind of when I got onto the uh, Orange County. So he's always been, as far as I've been on the scene. Mm -hmm. Well, look at that. Our our fact checker was correct there. Correct. You were were incorrect and so was I. Mm -hmm. I had no clue. If you're just joining us, this is the OC Show right here on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I am Cameron Jackson. My guest co-host today, Bill Hunt, talking about the Marilyn Davenport dust-up. Marilyn Davenport, if you don't remember or if you have not been uh, paying any attention, she sent out a very racist email depicting... Barack Obama, as a chimp, uh, she said it was a mistake, she shouldn't have done it, it was an accident, she had no racist intent when she did it, it was more of satire in her mind. Uh, Bill and I, of course, have come out and pretty much said, in no uncertain terms, it was racist, she should have known better. Uh, And and I don't really buy that somebody who was around during the civil rights period wouldn't know that.
1: Look, whether Um, you intended it to be racist or not, you can't look at that thing and say it does not have racial overtones. I mean, how do you look at that with with any kind of clarity and think that this is something that's appropriate to send out? And then you compound that by being somebody who holds an elected position, right? You know, it's yeah. just bad judgment. It, it,
0: it is completely bad. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, uh, Tim Whitaker uh, is going to join us on the phone, and he's going to talk about uh, Maryland's point of view on this. And then we're going to talk a little more in depth about the. Uh, uh, what do you got here for me? This no? is
1: this is just funny. You
0: got to read this. This
1: is from an LA Times article based in 1996 when Scott Ball was indicted on felony charges and here's what he says <laughs> this is classic okay and, and, and you want to feel for miss davenport this is scott baugh's this is obviously a political ploy, baugh says it's a witch hunt and it's politically motivated to be brought days before an election
0: oh that's high. and this was right. back, in 1996, this was back in 1996 when he was indicted 96. yep there you, you go know, see they, uh, whatever. Isn't is it poli- funny when
1: the shoes on the other well, foot? Isn't it amazing? Hypocrites. Yes,
0: all of them. All of them. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, uh, more about uh, Marilyn Davenport. We'll be hearing from Tim Whitaker. We will be right back. And views expressed in the OC show with Cameron Jackson do not reflect those of KUCI its management or the UC Board of Regents I am your superman baby Welcome back to The O.C. Show right here on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I am Cameron Jackson, my guest co-host today, Bill Hunt in studio with me. Bill, how you doing? I'm doing great. Outstanding. If you are just joining us and you want to continue listening once you get outside of your vehicle, you can always go to KUCI.org, click in the upper right-hand corner to get your streaming audio. Also, you can go to my blog anytime you'd like, theocshow.net. That is theocshow.net to listen to past shows that I have done, past interviews, Uh, read my commentary whatever that might be you can get this show today i'll post it up either tonight or tomorrow for your listening pleasure it's a great show as always remember i'm here every friday from 5 to 6 p.m only on kuci baby Bill, uh, we've been talking about the Maryland Davenport Mm. uh, Chimp Obama email that has been uh, circulating out there now and uh, was reported on last week by R. Scott Moxley over at the OC Weekly. And um, joining us on the phone now to talk about it is, of course, our uh, very good friend from the Orange County GOP Central Committee, Tim Whitaker. Tim, how are you? I'm doing great. Cameron. How about yourself? Cannot complain. Cannot complain. Now you have been uh, on doing quite the uh, press circuit these days over this issue with Maryland. We've spent the first half an hour discussing uh, what it was with our listeners. Um, you know, why don't you quickly, within you know a couple of minutes, kind of catch everybody up to speed for us about uh, what happened. Uh, with the email and then kind of Marilyn's uh, side of things. And then we kind of want to delve into the the backroom political politics of what's going on, because not much of that has really uh, come up uh, within the media these days.
2: Not yet it hasn't, but next week's going to be real fun. Um, Here's what went on. Marilyn Davenport, great lady, 74-year-old, up in Fortin. um, She received an email that was forwarded to her. Political satire email. We, we all get them. Um, she received a political satire email. It uh, had to do with the birther issue, and for those folks who don't know what that means, that is uh, dealing with the questions about Obama's birth certificate and whether that uh, qualifies him to be the president uh, since he hasn't produced uh, allegedly um, uh, an original document. And that's a great concern to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, that got forwarded. It was a photo. Um, and it said uh... no birth certificate here's why um, and that was it this is an email that has been around mind you uh... circling the internet for about a year mm-hmm. um, and so she got it she forwarded it to a small handful of her friends um, seven of which or i should say six of which uh... were friends were also happen to be elected members of the central committee of the republican party of orange county the seventh individual was the chairman of the party scott ball who, uh, of course, now she knows now is no friend, but she thought she was being friendly on something that in the moment she found amusing because of the satire, and that was it. Well, um, what happened from that, Mr. Ball decided to, instead of stepping up as a leader should, pick up the phone and say, Marilyn, this is something you probably want to be careful about sending out. Don't do this again. This is not good. Um, It could get you in some hot water. Uh, if it gets out, it's going to offend the wrong people. Marilyn is that type of person, like most of us. You know what? I get it. I didn't think about that. I'm sorry. It won't happen again. And it would have been mm-hmm. the end of it. But Mr. Paul, well, Mr. Ball decides to have that email forwarded to Mike Schroeder. And, um, as your, uh, capable sidekick there, Mr. Bill Hunt knows, um, these two are part of the nefarious Team Corona. Yeah. And, uh. Team Corona, of course, being the folks that were surrounded uh, around the uh, now-serving-time-in-prison um, uh, ex-Sheriff Mike Corona. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, Bill and I have been through the ringer with these individuals before with uh, the, the plain-fastness, with bylaws, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So um, this got put out right away um, on the mainstream media. And uh, he responded back to Marilyn. Uh, Only oh, he didn't even pick up the phone and call her. It just went right out. Well, yeah, and and t- uh, next, thing, you know, there's a media blitz, uh, t- a t- storm t- of uh, of some stuff hitting. Tim,
1: Tim, Bill here. Hey, thanks for coming on. First of all, and I want to back up a little bit because I have a couple of questions for you. Yeah. And I talked to you about this the other day. But here's my here's my issue with this whole thing. Sure. Because you're going out front, and you're defending her, and you're doing a great job, and you're doing the typical Tim Whitaker thing. Hey, man, she's a friend of mine. Uh, I don't believe that, uh, that, that she did it, uh, intending it to be racist, and I'm going to support her. But isn't there at some what what is the value in defending this action?
2: Well, the action itself. At this particular time, um, the action as far as the, the wisdom of her, even though she's working, consider- first off, let me, let me explain this and I'll answer that real quick. Okay. Uh, the position of Central Committee member, whether it's a Democrat Party or, or Republican Party, mm-hmm. is that of glorified volunteer. Your readers yeah. have got to know we don't do anything different than anybody out there that walks the precinct, makes a phone call, registers voters, right. supports our candidates. For office, um, it's the only position you run for that you don't get paid for once you win. Mm-hmm. She's and, there, and there's six of those in every assembly district in the county. She's one of six in her area, as am I in the 69th. Now, now that being that being said, um, she is an elected individual, uh, but we're not a legislative body. We don't pass laws. We don't do this. We don't mm-hmm. do that. Again, glorified volunteers. Not defending the uh, the content of the email. I was one of the ones who received it. I, I saw it. It didn't offend me. I hit delete. Um, um, Marilyn, um, Marilyn also, now she says, "You know what?" As I as I stopped to think, because she didn't stop to think, and if we're honest, she was honest. Mm-hmm. She could have lied. She didn't. That's not in her character. Not in her makeup. She didn't stop to think. It came in from somebody. She turned around and forwarded it to a small group of individuals as well. Yeah. Will she ever do it again? No. I'm not defending. Uh, I'm not defending. Um, I'm not defending the fact that some folks could consider that you know, offensive. No, that I won't defend. Um, I am defending the fact that I know Marilyn Davenport. Mm-hmm. I know her enough to have a mean bone in her body, and I know that people out there um, will just turn right around and throw that racist and racism stuff left and right. And what I did for Marilyn in front of the media, to her surprise, uh, but she was honest. She didn't know I was going to do it. I defined, I, I, I defined what racism or racist was from the Internet, and I asked her from the definition, Marilyn, have you ever discriminated against anyone because of race, ethnicity, for any reason mm-hmm. ever in your life? Heavens right. no. Marilyn, do you think that one's own race is superior and has the right to rule over others for any reason? Absolutely not. Marilyn, have you ever exhibited hatred or intolerance of another race or other races for any reason, any shape or form? Oh my no!
1: Okay, so we we got that, Tim. So let me ask you this, because we all know nobody knows better than you that politics is really about agendas. So what's behind this thing? How did this thing become this national flap uh, that she got stuck in the middle of?
2: (laughs) Well, here here you go, and here's why I stood up. Um, And um, and this this was just this is this is so so unethical, and it's dirty, uh, malicious uh, backroom politics at its worst. Uh, and unfortunately, it's typical backroom politics, as far as I'm concerned. What, but by but a couple of let's let's cut to the and, chase. What
1: and, what value is it to Scott Barr or Michael Schroeder to, to push this woman out there like that? She is a Republican. She's
0: on their committee. And, and let's let wait wait before we even go further on this, because you know if you're just joining us, this is the OC Show right here on KUCI eighty-eight point nine FM in Irvine. We're talking to Tim Whitaker, an Orange County GOP Central Committee member, who is discussing. We're getting ready to discuss some of the backroom politics. Behind why this was brought to light against Marilyn Davenport. Uh, And before that, too, i even like to get into who the players are here, because if you're just Mm -hmm. joining us and you've never been a part of this show and you don't know anything, we have two central players in this. Scott Baugh, who is the chairman of the Orange County GOP uh, Central Committee, he's the one who basically directs the Central Committee on what it's going to do, what it's not going to do, day-to-day operations. Then we have the second person who's involved in this, Michael J. Schroeder, who is the quote-unquote kingmaker here in orange county he's the man who can either politically make your life uh pleasant or politically make your life hell and uh, michael schroeder and scott baugh are both uh, chief mike corona um cronies uh and apologists and they are the types that uh, have boosted up people like mike corona who is you don't know is the former disgrace now convicted felon sitting in federal prison uh ex-sheriff here in Orange County, and people like Tony Rakakis, who, in my opinion, just isn't that great either. So, Tim, uh, please uh, continue. Um, okay. Well, what, what cool. we're talking well, where, about, Tim, now is, is what what happened? What, why? Why did they, they would never right. have gone, the the, the the point I've been trying to make from the get-go on this is they would have never gone after somebody like John Fleischman if he had a sent out this email, but they went after Marilyn. Why did they go after Marilyn?
2: Well, low-hanging fruit. Marilyn is this, this, not simple, she's nothing simple, she's a good, she's a good lady, she's a, she's a, a lovely lady. But Marilyn is is, is low-hanging fruit in the sense that she's not a politically savvy person. She's a community volunteer. The lady leads a Bible study. She works in a local community, you know, on many, many things. She was low-hanging fruit. Um, To back this up, um, why? I think the why is this is all about power for an individual. This is not so much about GOP, because you're going to find this on any side, whether it's Republican, Democrat, whether the major parties, Libertarian, whatever. Um, folks, just, uh, it can be a heady thing, uh, to get these titles where you're controlling stuff and people have to come to you for your nod and your blessing and, and, uh, they have to open up their paychecks and, uh, and, uh, pay to play, if you will, to have access to certain things. It's, it's part of the dirty world of politics. And, um, uh, this is about being able to go after a piece of low-hanging fruit, if you will, to demonstrate to others, don't you dare have dissent with me. Um, because the type of individuals like that that confuse dissent and disloyalty are very, very dangerous. And this was an attempt to make an example to, to further quiet the, uh, the membership um, of those who would dare stand up and against um, a decision that Mr. Baugh would like to make and those around him.
0: Has Maryland made decisions in the past that have gone against Scott Baugh?
2: Just about to go there. Funny you should say that. week prior to that, Miss Marilyn was actually questioning um, Mr. Ball as to why he was not funding our Youth Associates Convention. We have a Youth Associates uh, gathering every year at the Nixon Library. Still hadn't been paid for at that time in the deposit down, and we were going to actually lose uh, potentially the date to keep that. Um, prior to that, she voted for me uh, over Mr. Ball in January for the chairmanship of the party. Um, as you probably know, you know, I put my hat in the ring a couple weeks prior to that, which was the first time in 30 years we had actual elections. People had choices for our, our various positions on executive committee. I knew I wasn't going to win that, but I knew it was important so that others might. And so, uh, threw my hat in the ring and, um, it did enable a few other folks to get up there. Well, she didn't vote for Mr. Ball. Prior to that, she has voted three or four times for the paper ballot, which is only common sense. When the public goes to the, to the, uh, to vote, they vote by paper or electronic ballot. That means it's their private vote that they can vote their conscience without fear of reprisal or intimidation. Well, you're supposed to have paper ballots when you're voting for your officers, so that people can't watch who's voting, so they can come back at you and 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 and, and cause some payback if you don't vote the way they want you to. Because otherwise, you're doing a standing vote or a hand vote or an I or nay vote.
0: And you're talking. And this uh, is, this so is this is a problem. I don't mean to stop you, Tim, but just to explain to people who might be listening, what happens on the central committee is they come up each election cycle and they vote for a candidate to either endorse or not endorse and what you're saying is that in the past they've always said you got to raise your hand in public so we can publicly scrutinize you for either yang or naying yeah. our guy and what she wanted was a paper ballot so it would be secret
2: absolutely and we've been fighting that for years because I've, I've been on this thing for a while and then finally with folks like maryland and a few others that they came on board we've been able to get that majority needed to have that paper ballot so everybody could vote their conscience without fear, because if, if you've ever been to one of those things, I think you have, Cameron, you've watched the Hawks walk around the room while they were taking their votes and doing this and taking down names, and it's not just, again, this is not a Republican thing. This is what happens in any society, if you will, that has a body that they vote on. It could be a union. It could be a, could be a church group. It could be anything. And that's why there's certain procedures that are recommended to be put in place in your bylaws so that folks can vote their conscience. So she had voted three or four times for that. She had also, during the Corona debacle, when Ball allowed the bylaw to be tossed under the bus after Corona did not receive the endorsement, it was unprecedented uh, wagging the dog, putting a kangaroo court together, and then allowing a re-vote at which she got it a second time by one vote. Persistence even that pays. That wasn't supposed to stand because she wasn't present. And so she has a, she has a history of standing up for ethics, not in a boisterous way against him, but so noted, and now it was time for him to uh, see, he thought he had an opportunity to extract some revenge, as far as I see it, and, and a number of so, other folks as well. So and would it be fair to doing. say, Tim, what people have to understand, because what they're trying now is, well, she's up the media. Baloney! Hey, Tim, she, let me ask she she you this. Up a few people, and he's the one who
1: made the firestorm. Okay, Tim. And Tim, we're getting we're getting lost a little bit because we're talking about inside baseball. But essentially, what you're saying, your, your so position, I asked him to talk about I, inside I know that. baseball. But, but we're getting a little far down the road. What we, we want to keep it on this issue. So what you're saying is oh, the I, leadership I, I, of the GOP are so concerned about maintaining uh, dictatorial control over their individual members that they're willing to take a black eye for the entire Republican Party in order to keep them in yeah. line.
2: What? Yes, absolutely. That's why I stand to fight because our uh, our party, we have a great group of people and, and 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 um they're passionate. Both sides have people that are passionate. they want to see things, the right things happen. But when you have folks that stay in there in perpetuity, power corrupts, absolute, power corrupts absolutely. I didn't make that up let, We've heard let me that for for years, and it's the same here, whether you're your Democrat party or Republican party. And yes, sadly, that is what has been going on here. Um, for quite some time um, from certain individuals. It's not, a, um, it's not a, uh, an approved process at all within the, the party, because you've got to remember, here's the challenge there. Most folks who run for central Committee, mm-hmm. they're volunteers, and right. they just want to be a little bit more involved in the process. Right. And what I find ironic at the top on both sides of the aisle, the ones in charge, they happen to be the attorneys. The professional right. folks know how to butt right. heads and don't take it personal and, and know the way around uh, the ins and outs of the laws and the loopholes and things of that nature. And they tend to run amok unchecked um, unless folks bother to uh, get themselves up to speed on the few things to know how to keep them in line. And the key to that, regardless of who is listening, regardless of what group they're in, know your bylaws. Let me ask you this, Tim. You can keep people in charge. Uh, A minority can help things go the right way, and that's important.
1: Tim, let me ask you this. Yeah, you got you have intimate knowledge of the people on the central committee, including on the executive committee. What position did Scott Baugh, Michael Sh- uh, Schroeder, or any of the members of the executive committee uh, take when the Mike Duval sex scandal story broke? I believe that was back in two
2: thousand and nine. You know, I honestly couldn't answer that right at the moment. I am just uh, I, I was hitting fat, dumb, and happy on Friday, and then this stuff hit last Friday for Maryland and I've been day on, day on, helping okay. her restore you, her name and get her side of the story out so people realize this... Uh, do you remember them calling a, for, for sanctions,
1: tomorrow. or do you remember them calling for Mike Duvall to resign and step down and calling for sanctions, or were they pretty much uh, silent?
2: Um, no, they were pretty much, uh, from what I recall, I can't be dogmatic on that right now, like I said. Oh. Um, there was not a firestorm, but I think I think folks said, well, if, if it's true, then he should step down. But, no, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't recall the uh, the party okay. leadership standing up and calling for his head. Got it. Not publicly.
1: Which pretty Not much under, uh, undermines is, I mean, what we've been talking about right from the beginning of the show, which is when politically uh, their agenda benefits from it, which is keeping and maintaining control of the power, uh, they will be very outspoken. But if, it's, if it conflicts with their agenda then mum's the word. We saw that with Mike Duvall, and we saw that with Mike Corona. And every time they have a problem in the good old boy club, they circle the wagons. But when they're threatened, they attack. And who's always the guy out front doing the attacking?
0: Michael Schroeder. Schroeder. (laughs) Uh, Over and over again. Tim, thank you so much for joining us. Tim Whitaker from the Orange County Central Committee joining us today, talking about uh, Maryland Davenport. Tim, thank you so much. Always a pleasure, Tim.
2: Have a good day.
0: Have a good one. Bye-bye. Well, you know, I, 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 I... that really kind of sums it up from, because you think about it logically for just a minute, mm-hmm. Bill. Think about it logically. If for whatever reason they get Marilyn Davenport to step down from her because initially I was thinking, okay, yeah. it, why do they want to get rid of her? Do they want to replace her with somebody that's going to benefit of them? They do. But here's the thing, though. Here's the thing that leads to what Tim is saying is correct, and I didn't think about this. If they, Kill her off. Mm-hmm. The 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 Fullerton is Tony Bouchala. You know, I mean, yeah. he, those people aren't going to let the Schroeder Bach team come in and corrupt that area. They're gonna have a say and I think Norby's up there too, mm-hmm. right? So Norby's gonna have a an appointment say. Bushal is going to have an appointment say on who gets appointed to that position in the interim if they were to recall her for whatever yeah, reason. But it
1: depends on how active they are on the committee. Because you know by well, but, and large, but here's
0: the thing though. But here's the thing. If that let's just go on the premise that they can get whoever they want mm-hmm. that that Bushal and, and Norby would not would would not let somebody come in there that uh, it, it is going to screw the pooch for them, as far as what their agenda is, then it makes sense that they are politically assassinating Marilyn Davenport under this issue to say to the people, don't dissent against us, right. because that's what she did. Right. She dissented against us.
1: But you know, it's like I told Todd Spitzer when, uh, when he was felled by uh, Susan Schroeder and the <laughs> DA, right? Never hand your enemy the knife to kill you with, which is what uh, Miss Davenport oh, yeah, unwittingly did. Absolutely, right? She yeah. gave them. Yes. She not. She gave them the the weapon to kill her with, and now she doesn't know how to defend it. And it's the same thing that happened with, with Todd Spitzer. These people are unscrupulous, and if you give them an opportunity, they're going to take it. If you have an agenda that's in opposition to theirs, or you threaten what their power base, because ultimately that's what this is about with the Orange County Republican Party. Certainly, with respect to Scott
0: Bond and Michael Schroeder. Yeah, absolutely. I mean. they... they... It, it, once again, it shows you how broken the Republican yeah. Party is in Orange County. Yeah. And, and, and and it's going to continue to be broken. It's a party yeah. of people who are out there. I say this time and time again on this show. They don't care about you. They don't care about your family. They don't care right. about your safety. Right. They only care about enriching themselves
1: and their friends. And we've talked about this before. That's why it's so important for people to pay attention to. And I mean... Uh, 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 by and large, on a day-to-day basis, the Republican Central Committee is probably the most boring thing going. But they do influence who uh, they support for elected office and who, where the money goes to support those people. And it's a huge, it has huge impact, ultimately, because look at us. We've got empty suits running around on this political uh, uh, hot plate, jumping from one seat to another, right? Like Pat Bates and and. and Bill Campbell and John Campbell and all these empty suits who've done nothing for us, but they keep getting the endorsement and support of that party that props them up and put them in so that they'll bobblehead their way through the next four years, right? Right. It, John Morlock, and on and on and on. These people are unbelievable, and they're supported by that committee.
0: And you know, it, it, it's one of those. Uh, I, I talked about this a couple shows back, and I like to bring it up. I'm I'm looking forward to the bloodbath, which is the Todd Spitzer Chuck DeFore yeah. uh, supervisor Boy, the race. the dynamics
1: are unbelievable. Oh, I mean, it's just unbelievable. Uh, it, it's
0: so juicy because you've got the central committee who the head people are going to do whatever they can to destroy Todd Spitzer. Yeah, yeah. And you've got Chuck DeVore, who claims to be this conservative, yeah. not going to, you know... Right. Uh, but he's
1: just an elitist, good old boy
0: part of the exactly, club. There's no question exactly. about it. Him and, and
1: Schroeder and, and Scott Bob peas in a pot.
0: Oh, yeah. And it's going to be a lot of fun.
1: And it'll be interesting because the dynamic of those two candidates... I mean, look, Scott ba- uh, 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 Todd Spitzer has an impressive conservative resume, but they're going to hang him... For the three at fifty pension benefit, they're going to hang him with it. Oh, uh, Spitzer.
0: Yes. Yeah, Spitzer. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. no. no I, I, listen here. In the next couple of shows, I am going to start putting up my timeline of events for Todd Spitzer. Yeah. Right. Because what's going to happen is they're going to they're going to the, he's got one point three million dollars yeah. in the bank, and he's and he's got significant political support. He's I mean, already got Hutchins behind him. Look, he's no lightweight. No, guy, he's not a sure. lightweight. Right. Well, neither but, is the board.
1: I mean, these guys are both elected. You know, Here's yeah.
0: the playbook, though. I tell you what the playbook is right now. They are going to try to do the death of a thousand cuts. Yeah. right? And they're going to do to him what they did to you, but ten times worse. Because they're going to they're file a lawsuit for every little thing that he uh, does no to question. try to get his money no uh, to dwindle his reserves. They're yeah. going to send out independent expenditures that he's going to have to... Uh, I mean, really, the fact that he got fired from the DA's office... In this election, I think yeah. is going to be a huge liability I told for him,
1: him. I told him, uh, you know, he gave him the wet Because every, every news story, particularly when you get Schroeder and Bond in, in, in their ear, right, it's going to lead with, you know, well, Todd Trump. Spitzer, comma, fired by the DA for, right? Exactly. And even though all of this stuff's come out with Williams in that office after the fact, it, you doesn't know, one, it doesn't matter. Politically, when you have to explain something, when they put you in a position where you have to explain something that you can't say in a nice phrase... You're on the defensive. When you're on the defensive, you're losing.
0: And he's he's got, a, I don't care if he has $3 million in the bank, the uphill battle that he has on this one may be actually insurmountable. I, I, I don't know. We'll see. Because, listen, there's a guy, if you look at his
1: uh, start in politics, he was the underdog. He wasn't supported by the party. He went out and won it. Now, that's one thing you've got to say about, Todd Spitzer. He's a worker, and he will go out and get it done, and he can raise money. He's well-spoken, and he has proven that he can get support. But he's also going against an elected official with a, a, a track record who will have the re, the support of the establishment. Yeah. And, you know, how do you do that? I mean, that was Todd Spitzer's greatest strength, right? It, people supported him because they knew would push come to shove... They expected him to do the right thing. I think what ha- what what yeah, hurt him, which is, and consequently, that's what they fear of him. Right. That's that what he will- established. But exactly. the problem is when he threw in with them. Right? When he threw in with the bums, he lost that. Yes. He lost that ability to say, you can always count on me.
0: Yep. Right? He lost that credibility. He'd have been better off if he hadn't have done that. Yeah. He really would have. No question. No question. He would have been been light years ahead of him. I mean, he's in in private
1: practice now. He should have went right from the assembly into private practice with his eyes
0: on the DA's office. Well, and I never understood how it was. I mean, I'd been talking about it on this show for... I don't know, at least a year, maybe Mm -hmm. longer, that there was no way in hell they were ever going to let him become D.A. It was, I I mean, listen, Scott Baugh told me that personally, and I've told Spitzer that. He said there's no way in
1: God's green earth I'll ever support that guy for D.A. Why? Because he's unpredictable. That's exactly right. They
0: they don't own him. They don't own him, which
1: is the best reason
0: in this county to yeah, support us that's exactly right ironically enough it's the best reason right. I mean, he is really the if best if you
1: don't have somebody with a wary eye on the people in power in this county in
0: the DA's office you got problems and i think that the, the i think ultimately you know his vote to, they're going to slam him on the vote for the three at 50 yeah. that he did back in 2001. But yeah. at the same time, though, they were all behind they were
1: every all behind single one yeah. of them. But he's the one who cast the vote. And that's what they're going to yeah. hang him with. Yeah. Because remember, the, the thing in politics, everybody has a short memory. Right. They're going to frame the argument to put him on the defensive there. They're going to put him on the defensive, of getting fired from the D.A.'s office. And that's what he's got to overcome. But if anybody can
0: do it, he can do it. It'll be an interesting race. <laughs> If you're just joining us, this is The O.C. Show right here on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I am Cameron Jackson, my guest co-host today, rocking it uh, big time over there. Bill Hunt, thank you so much. Always always a good time. We had Tim Whitaker on earlier. Uh, thank you for that again, Tim Whitaker. And uh, you can go to my blog, theocshow.net, and you can uh, listen to this show. I'll try to post it tonight if I can. If not, it'll be up tomorrow. Uh, and you can listen to the full show in its entirety uh, later on. So uh, you'll want to do that for sure. But I think... With that, Bill, I think it's time, baby. Let's get out of here. Yeah, this is KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, the greatest radio station. You just listened to the greatest radio show in all of Orange County, the OC Show with me, Cameron Jackson, my guest co-host, Bill Hunt, here every Friday from 5 to 6 p.m. Come back next week and uh, visit again because we'll have more good stuff for you. Bye-bye.